Welcome to the NASDAQ Index. This is Nathaniel here with my friend Camden. We're going to talk about some basketball cards today and talk a little bit, get started talking about the Northwest Division. Um, but what's up with you, Camden? Bah humbug. Oh, did you, what happened to you? Well, I don't know. It's just that time of year. I don't really like Halloween that much. I'm like the Halloween Grinch or the, or the Halloween Scrooge. That's just kind of how I feel. Wow, Camden's hot take today, Halloween sucks, huh? <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> wow. Camden hates puppies and Halloween is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Not puppies, just Halloween. Well, I don't know. That's what I heard. You know, I have a shirt that says, uh, it has Grumpy on the front, and then it says, I had fun once. It was awful. Maybe I, I, really, be... I I think of you as like a much more positive person than me. So this is very strange. Why don't I have this shirt and you have some cheesy I love prism shirt? Maybe <laughs> I love prism shirt. That's I don't know. Maybe we're just reversing roles today. I like it. You want to be more like me. I get it. <laughs> All right, let's we have a limited time today. So let's get into our many delightful segments here. You want to start gonna, with the stat of the week here, usage rate? Yeah, we kind of forgot about the advanced stat of the week for a couple of weeks, uh, but we referenced a while ago when we were comparing Jimmy Butler and uh, what's his name on the Kings, Harrison Barnes, that usage rate is important to look at beyond just like percentages and stuff. So what usage rate means is it's the percentage of team plays used by a player when they're on the floor. floor. Basically, their shot attempts plus their free throws and turnovers divided by their possessions. So like you can kind of tell how ball dominant someone is by by looking at that. And also, you know, someone like Jimmy Butler is going to take the last shot when the time clock when the 24 second clock is running out. So he's going to have worse percentages cuz he's bailing his team out. So for a reference point, someone like Luka and Embiid last year had the highest usage rate. They were about 35%, so more than a third of the team's possessions ended up with either them shooting, being fouled, or committing a turnover. Whereas I tried to look up like a median person like Marcus Smart, and he's more like 18%. So I, I think that's helpful to look at when you want to know, is this player, how big a part of the offense is this player? Um, so just something helpful to keep in mind when you're trying to know like how important as a player on a team you actually you brought up an interesting one the other day talk about miles bridges and yeah what you learned that's right miles bridges uh there's a ton of hype around him or t- around his cards too um as his uh prisms his silver prisms and all the other cards has definitely been going up recently it's really a huge spike but well, why he- would we talk about anything other than prism <laughs> bah humbug that's you this time anyway so the his usage rate has gone through the roof uh his points per game are basically doubled um last time i looked at it you know for this season compared to last season his usage rate um definitely has spiked his shots per game has spiked to about seven seventeen from that's basically doubled uh so yeah it seems like he's getting the really getting the green light over there in charlotte yeah. So I think that's an example of where it's helpful to see, oh, maybe this team is prioritizing this player. But you could also make the argument maybe Terry Rozier's hurt and P.J. Washington's been in and out of the lineup, so maybe it's just a function of that and it's going to revert to the mean. I don't know. It's hard to say. there would be a lot of sad people because, I mean, NBA.com or the, you know, I keep 
seeing his dunks and stuff on <laughs> yeah. featured and a lot of people are just really excited about him so i hope i actually really would like to see this uh high high usage rate continue from him and i know you were talking to me yesterday about whether we should reverse course and buy some of his cards for me it seems like we might be a little bit late on that train but we can discuss that in the future and that's fair because uh his card value really has spiked so have we missed the boat you know could it keep going up could i dare i say it could we see him in the all-star game as a possibility yeah if he keeps doing this for sure but i I count me among those skeptical that he's going to keep scoring 25 a game but that's fair yeah but we'll see he's been amazing i i can't deny that he's been more than amazing so far all right let's go to our next thing we're Camden and I are going to try to integrate just a little bit fantasy basketball talk. Um, and we're in a league together, so we thought we would quickly tell you who each of our first five picks are. Do you want to go first, Camden? Uh, yeah. So my in round one, I had the fourth pick. I got KD there. Um, I think it was maybe slightly earlier than his uh, average draft position. Uh, second round, I got... Uh, you know, your boy, Uncle Russ, Russell, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Uh, third round, Julius Randle, uh, DeJounte Murray in the fourth round, and then uh, Jared Allen in the fifth round, which I kind of was almost kicking myself for, but he's off to a really hot start, so it yeah. can't be all bad. How did you like Russ's quadruple-double the other day? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, uh, double digits and uh, points and rebounds and assists and – Turnovers. <laughs> yeah, 10 turnovers. <laughs> and lost to the worst team in basketball. Love it. Love it. <laughs> you know, uh, Nathaniel, you're, you're, it's, uh, speaking of being in the Halloween Grinch, I think your heart is three sizes too small. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. Uh, I, I mostly am okay with your picks. I don't know about DeJounte Murray in the fourth round, but maybe I'm wrong on that. He does do a little bit of everything for sure. My five picks, as I look at them, I'm kind of uninspired by them, if I'm honest. My 13th pick, I had the 13th pick because of how amazing my team was last year. Um, So I got Bradley Beal with the first pick, which, yeah, I'm a little bit meh about that. Then I got Sabonis in the second round, but that would be like the 15th pick or 16th pick, which, but I really like that pick. Then I went with Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. with with my third round pick, which I'm a little bit... How are you feeling uh, about that one? I'm not feeling great about that one, Camden. I'm not. And then Camden apparently briefly took over my body with my fourth round pick because I drafted one of his favorite players, Tobias Harris. Yeah! Which (laughs) I don't really know what I was doing there. And then I I went with an injured player with my fifth pick, Pascal Siakam. So I I feel like I just killed it loving one of those five picks. Well, you certainly killed killed it when somebody dropped Darius Garland and I tried to pick him up and I was denied because... Uh, you got to pick him up. So that was a little bit, well, un- you, that was unfortunate. You didn't prioritize him enough. You put a $0 fab bid on him where I dropped the 12 on him. Free ac- free agency acquisition budget uh, for those of you who uh, <laughs> want, if you don't know what fab is. Anyway, we're, right. we're big fantasy nerds. Let's move on to cards. That's what this is supposed Let's to be about. Let's move on to cards. That's what people, <laughs> what all the people are here for. <laughs> all right, so I we usually do our, what is it, steal of the week? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. So this week, given my love of all things Panini, I actually don't hate Panini, but sometimes I'm just mystified by their choices. So I wanted Camden to look at two cards that I think are some of the worst images I've ever seen for a card. 
So one is the LaMelo Hoops rookie, his first rookie that ever came out in a pro uniform. And they chose this image that Camden's going to look at. And then the Zion, I think it's the Donruss Optic. Those are the two images that I would like Camden to discuss and tell me which one he thinks is worse, I guess is what I want to know. Or if he just thinks they're great and maybe I'm, I, we see different things. Well, the LaMelo is 325 right now, um, but it is a very awkward image. I'm not going to lie. I think you're... Like, what's going on with this. his legs there? Like there's this medical condition called drop foot where you like, if you lay in your bed too long because you're in a coma or something, your feet like are permanently extended. It sort of looks like that's what LaMelo's got going on. I don't understand what was happening with his feet. This is card 223 if you want to look up uh, 2020, 2021 uh panini hoops it's card 2023 20, it's pretty awkward so and okay. then and the zion card he, it's like he's given the zion's given the ball a hug <laughs> although he has he's got his game face on but he looks like he's using the ball as a pillow he also like it looks more like it's his teddy bear that his little brother <laughs> tried to steal from him or, like why why this choice i don't i will never understand and this is 178 for his uh psa 10 well these are don't the prices are just some absurd thing but i mostly right. just wanted the images but uh i i don't i don't understand either choice but which no, one do you think is worse Kim? i think the lamello one is worse to be honest yeah it's just a really weird <laughs> pose that he's got going on and and uh the yeah the foot thing it uh, kind of looks like it's broken <laughs> it, it honestly made me worried for lamello <laughs> did something happen <laughs> anyway i don't know uh, is he leaning on something i would just like to know how that picture even happened like how is his foot like that that's a good question okay those are so we've now discussed cards so we can get back to fantasy basketball right <laughs> JK, JK. We're going to talk about the Nuggets first, right? Yeah. yeah we they like, were your we like pick. The Nuggets. Your pick to make the finals, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still high on them. Uh, I think Jamal will be um, potentially um, a factor later in the season. And uh, can he be, be bubble Jamal again? I mean, he played out of his mind in the bubble. And, uh, you know, he's. Five-star player. I mean, like MVP caliber player. Sometimes, you know, especially during a playoff series. Yeah. Um, should we? I mean, we're going to start out with Jokic, but let's just go with Jamal Murray since you're talking about him. He's from the 2016-17 rookie class. His Prism PSA 10 is going for um, 170 to 200 dollars. Last I checked, he had an ACL injury last year. You may remember. Mm -hmm. um, Average that season, he was averaging 21 points, five assists, four rebounds, really good three point percentage. Seems to have a really amazing connection with uh, Jokic that yeah. makes makes me think those two are going to be kind of in tandem for a long time. Um, you know, I going into this off season, I thought you know Jamal Murray's prices are going to go down. He's hurt. I'm definitely going to buy some Jamal Murray. Look for a Jamal Murray RPA, but that has not been my experience that I've been able to find great prices on Jamal Murray. So I, I'm a little bit, I would like to buy Jamal Murray, but I feel like his prices should go down a bit. He's injured, so you'd think they would, but his, he's pretty expensive. So I think uh, in terms of value, I'm out. But yeah. I, I, if he were lower, I'd be very interested. I'm definitely not out because we're going to talk about Michael Porter Jr. in a little while. And I know you're much more into him than me, but like 
he's from the 2018 class where there's prisms or you know i find them on the street corner whereas 2016 was you know that was prior to the real boom in card production so i i still think there's a jamal murray has a lot of scarcity that uh mpj doesn't but even to a greater extent than that let's talk about Jokic since he's you've got some weird man you've got some weird street corners where you live <laughs> i live in a big city man there's <laughs> prism everywhere uh all right so nikola Jokic. let me first get off by saying he's probably my favorite player to watch in the nba right now his passing is just incredible he's got such a strange look to him to be one of the best players in the nba he seems so likable he doesn't care that he won an mvp he looked like why are you bothering me with coming to this press conference? Like, <laughs> he's just so cool. Anyway, he's from the 2015-16 class, uh, who was actually drafted the prior year, but didn't play until the next year because he was a second-round pick from Europe. Um, his 2015 Prism PSA 10 goes for 630 to 750. Um, this, again, is, I mean, I haven't looked up the pops, but it's much, much lower than recent Prism cards. Um, I'm... I can guarantee you that when we get to the point where we're choosing our players that we're going to invest in, that he will be someone I'm pushing for very hard. Um, I love Jokic. I think he, he's young. He's amazing. He, If anything, he gets better in the playoffs. Um, I, I see no reason not to want to invest in Nikola Jokic. Yeah, and he's expensive too, but he's just such a super, superstar. Yeah, MVP, you know, the reigning MVP here. So, yeah, you're not going to get any pushback from me on, on Jokic. And I honestly, for his um, populations, I don't I don't agree that he's expensive. Like that prism that I mentioned is, but we can find some awesome cards of his for, for very reasonable prices from my experience. I've bought numbered rookies of his for less than $100, serial numbered. Um, yeah, that's so. recently. I mean, in the last several months, yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, he's a. that's a great deal. Yeah. We shall get back to that for sure when we get to particular cards, which I know we need to do soon, but we're trying to go through this process here. So tell me, you love Porter more than I do, so sell me on Michael Porter and talk about his rookie class and prices and all that. Well, um, he's a 2018-19 rookie, and his PSC 10 is going for 85 to 140. I don't think that's all that unreasonable um i think that he is um a blossoming star here he's been off to a little bit of a slow start but i think he's gonna bounce back and be just fine his you know he averaged over 20 points a game last year uh 45 percent on threes last year uh 65 percent effective field goal percentage 19 points i guess instead of 20 but you know seven rebounds um and he may have struggled in the process or in the playoffs last year, but uh, I I just think he's a budding star, and he's not up to a super hot start right now, which makes me think that he um, his cards would have spiked more, and so I think it still could be buying season for for Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm open to the discussion as I've told you. I don't think the Prism PSA 10 is a good buy because they're. I mean, of the base card, because there's so many of those. But I think there's probably something we can find that we can both be interested in. That's that's not the card for me. But I agree with a lot of what you're saying. He's kind of maybe, well, I don't know. He's not as good as Clay Thompson. But on offense, he's sort of the Clay Thompson 
evolution, I guess. He's tall. He can really shoot. He never dribbles. He doesn't really get assists. But, I mean, he's super effective, not doing anything but shooting. Um, his stroke, like, I really do think he has one of the prettiest jump shots I've ever seen. Um, so I'm open to it. I don't, I don't love him as much as you do. He's got a pretty scary injury history. Um, he's got a history of not really showing up when it matters too much, but I mean, he's only been around a couple years, so I think it's too soon to say anything about that for sure. But I, yeah, I I like him okay, but I wouldn't say he's a priority for me. All right. Well, I'm going to fight you on this one. (laughs) Okay. I'm open to that. I'm a fan. Let's cut through these next ones real fast. So Bones Highland is an interesting rookie. Got a lot of hype in the summer league. I don't think he's been playing a ton. He's got an epic name, so... Just something, someone to remember, but I don't think we're going to do anything with that. I wondered about Monty Morris. He's from the same class as um, Porter, the 2018 class. His, he doesn't even have a Prism rookie, but he's stepped in as their point guard with Murray out. So I wondered if there could be a short-term arbitrage where we buy some Morris and flip him when he has some good games. Um, long-term, I don't think he's a good buy, but he's, I think he's a solid player and has the opportunity right now. It's cheap, so it's not a. I don't think it's a bad play because you're not, you know, he's just cheap. So yeah, I think I bet we could find a raw select silver for less than ten dollars, and then he scores twenty five some game, and we try to sell it that night. I don't. I think it could be a decent idea, but I mean, I'm not going to focus my attention on him. But we could look into that a little bit. Um, Bull Bull and Aaron Gordon. I'm. I'm not super interested in Bull Bulls from 2019. He's an intriguing player. His PSA 10 is almost free of his prism. It's 13 to $27, but I just don't think he's actually very good at basketball. I mean, in the NBA scheme of things. And Aaron Gordon is from 2014. His prism goes for, prism 10 goes for 30 to $75. I think he's a really good real life player who's going to help, like, if we really think the Nuggets are going to, do something he's going to be the one guarding LeBron James he's going to be the one guarding Kawhi Leonard if he comes back but in terms of the hobby I don't think he's going to be scoring more than 11 points a game and doing all the um, dirty work yeah I'm, I'm with you okay and Zeke Naji, I heard some interesting hype about him he was a rookie last year but it doesn't seem like he's playing very much so I don't think we need to discuss him any further not shall for we yeah, yeah let's move on okay so Timberwolves Here's another one where I'm super interested in this first player, and I think you like him as well, right? Towns? Towns, yeah. Cat? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how about you talk about him? I think that he is undervalued. You know, he he's such a star. <laughs> and he doesn't just score. He does everything. Like, he is good at everything. Wow. Uh, great Have you heard about defense? Well, I mean, everything that you'd want on your fantasy team, he's good at. <laughs> okay. Agreed. Okay. I just <laughs> not gonna get me away. Not gonna let me get away with yeah. that one, huh? I, I mean, I just wish what you said were true, but that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem with Towns. But anyway, keep well, going. his teams never seem to win, which is a problem. Um, he's been through a lot. Last year was tough. I think he lost his mom. Um, also. And a bunch of other family members, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. COVID hit that family hard. Um, I think he's a breakout candidate. You know, if he could uh, – Edwards is getting better um, quickly. So I just think that uh, that team um, is still promising. Um, there's, a, there's a good chance that his cards can spike this year, I think, too. So I, I'm in on Towns. 
I'm totally in on Towns too. I think he's an amazing talent. Um, if he can ever just like get a little bit better at defense, I don't think he has to be great. But in college, he was really good on defense, so it's kind of baffling why he's sort of been seemed disinterested in that in the NBA. Maybe just because so much of the offense runs through him that um, he hasn't been able to put the energy on both sides. But he's such a good shooter, such a good passer, great rebounder. And his, did you say his prices? His, I forget if you did. His 2015 Prism PSA 10 is going for 200 to 250 dollars. I mean, that's even that's from the same class as Jokic. So again, very rare on those cards relative to mo- ultra modern cards. Um, I just bought a card of his last week. Like I, I definitely love the guy, and I think there's a decent chance the Timberwolves make a run at least the play in, and then he gets some hype from that. Yeah, you, you want to sell early in the playoffs with him, I think, because I don't think they're going to be going too far. But no, Yeah, I would probably want to sell before the playoffs, even like <laughs> as there's hype leading up to it. But yeah. I, I really like him. And I think their coach, their new coach that they got midway through last year, they seemed a lot more coherent after that. So I'm hopeful that that's going to carry through this year. And so far, I think they have a winning record, right? Aren't they like 3-2 and two or something? Oh, uh, I, anyway. can't, I can't remember. They're doing pretty well. Yeah, so Edwards... Edwards is an interesting one because he's from last year's class, but since he's a more hyped rookie, he does have some graded cards, unlike most of the rookies, but they're crazy expensive because there's still not very many of them. They're like 300 to $500 for a Prism PSA 10. And there's going to be more of those. Yeah. I don't um, think now's a good time to look at his prices for those because it's, it's going to change so much. But So I guess we just talk about him as a player more than the prices right now because he's in this strange bubble where... He doesn't have graded cards, but like you said, he's about to have a million of them. Um, I, he kind of like really evolved in a positive way last year. At first, he was super empty calories, like putting up a lot of points, like zero. I forget there was a time when he had so many shot attempts without any assists, basically. But he's really improved as the season went along. He's a freak athlete. He's. Um, a really interesting interview like everyone likes him who talks to him um super gifted like reminds me of a Dwayne Wade sort of um physique but he can actually shoot um I don't know I I don't think he's going to be a priority for me just because he's still pretty hyped and expensive but I I think there's a good chance he's a really good player yeah I I think that uh I'm uh if, if you could find something for cheaper than average it's it's not a bad idea but uh I, I think he's his prices are pretty expensive right now so um i like the player don't love it as an investment yeah on the other hand of a player i don't really like and it seems like the hobby agrees with me d'angelo russell's from the same class as cat 2015 his prison psa 10 is going for 40 to 90 bucks he you know, he puts up some stats. He was like 19.6 assists last year, um, 39% on threes. He's, I mean. That's pretty good. Yeah, and that's, that's good. Almost, he, almost a 40. He doesn't really play good. defense. He can't finish at the rim. Um, that was a terrible trade that they made with the for Wiggins and the draft pick. Uh, yeah, I, I'm out on Russell, but what do you think? No, I, I'm not really interested in buying Russell's cards yeah okay mm-hmm. this next guy I'm kind of interested in if we wanted to look for maybe a 
you know, an autographed rookie or something. He's Jaden McDaniels, super long, super athletic. He's he was a rookie last year. Stats weren't amazing, but he's he's already an amazing defender and seems to have a lot of potential on offense. Um, guys like Zach Lowe, more um, dorky NBA writers who I respect, uh, really like Jaden McDaniels. I, I'm pretty sure he's starting for them. Um, so I would have some interest if we could find like a like you said a good deal. I, I think he'd be a good lottery ticket. His prism raw is going for two fifty or something, right? I mean, yeah. so he's he's kind of one of those guys that you can just kind of throw a dart at, <laughs> yeah, and just see. Yeah, see if what we happens. could find a prism silver for you know I don't know ten dollars, I I could see looking for one that looks decent, and if he pops, maybe get it graded or maybe just flip it at that point. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that idea. Um, I'm kind of interested in this next guy, but I get the impression you're not. Malik Beasley, I think he averaged 20 points last year. He's a really good three-point shooter. He's from the 2016 class and doesn't have a Prism rookie. He's got a select uh, rookie that I couldn't find PSA 10s of, but the PSA 9s have been selling for 12 to $17. Um, I saw he had an immaculate RPA the other day that I was sorely tempted to buy that went for like, 30 bucks shoots 40 percent on threes uh if they're going to be good they're going to need someone like this to be coming through big so i don't know not a priority but i actually think he's a pretty solid player well he's probably great for their team but i'm not sure that i'm super interested in his cards uh even though they are cheap okay i'm all right you say there are some legal problems that he's been in yeah he there was a gun incident last year that i i think maybe is behind him now but makes you question his decision making um next three guys we could talk about I, I don't think we really need to talk about but there's some other interesting players Jalen noel nas reed josh Okogie, but unless you have a strong opinion otherwise i don't foresee us doing anything with their cards uh nas reed's nice cheap blocks in fantasy <laughs> yeah i kind of like watching him he's a he's a fun player to watch but i i don't think we need to do anything with his cards we can move on well do you, I think probably now is a good time for us to call this episode a quit, quits just because you have to leave fairly soon and I don't think we can get through another team. Yeah, we've got uh, still have the Blazers and the Thunder to discuss, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and, and the say Jazz. Good, don't say f- good, and don't Jazz, forget and my Jazz. pick to make the finals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta, we've got to buy those uh, Mike Conley 2007 top scrum, bro. I do like him, actually. He, yeah. He, He's really good. Not for the hobby, but he's a great player. He's kind of one of those guys that, you know, was sort of just always sort of kept out of the all-star game. But, you know, he's right there, just a tick below. Didn't he, he finally, make it in last year? He with made it, it with an injury replacement mm-hmm. last year. So now he's given the the torch to C.J. McCollum as the best player to not make the all-star game. What about Can- Tobias Harris? I mean, you, you can't forget him. He's given the torch to C.J. McCollum as the best player <laughs> to not make the All-Star game. Man, three sizes too small, I tell you, your heart. <laughs> no love for oh, all right, man. Any, my boys. Anything else before we no, let the good, listeners man. go on with their day? All right. Uh, have a good week, everybody. And we'll, uh, right. we'll be back with, with, with more next week. And hopefully Camden will be less of a downer next week. <laughs> oh. Bah humbug. (laughs) Alright. See you later. See you later, everybody. Bye.